Hey guys, welcome to the Pretty and Witty Podcast with me, Elena, and my best friend, Kim. Have you ever been processing with a friend and out of it comes a profound revelation that you wish you would have recorded? From that idea, this podcast was formed. Elena and I have been best friends for many years, so we figured why not just dialogue about our daily lives, our dreams, and our discoveries with the Lord. So we hope you enjoy these conversations and get a little insight into who we are and learn to embrace the truth of who God made you to be and how he made you to live. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Pretty and Woody podcast. Last Yay! week we had a special guest with us and that was so fun. We weren't sure if we were going to do like having people on, but I think we should. That one was so fun. We should think about having more guests on at some point, I think. Yes, we've gotten a few people saying they might be interested in collaborating with us, some friends of ours who have podcasts, but I think that'd be super fun to just talk to different people in our lives, and if you want to be on our podcast, let us know. <laughs> let us know. Um, speaking of letting us know, I don't know how many of you guys listen on which platform, but I found out that there is a way on Spotify to ask a question. I think we're going to start doing that. We're going to ask a question, whether that's our question of the episode that we ask each other, or if it's a question about what we talk about in the podcast, just to see if people respond. We love hearing your feedback. And Elena has shared things that her friends have told her. And I've shared things that my friends have told me by listening. And it just really encourages us to know that this is helping people and making them laugh and encouraging them and yeah we're super excited that something that I thought was just gonna be for me and Elena has actually (laughs) turned into something that benefits more than just us yeah it's been so good getting to hear from you guys so thanks for listening and okay well we have been talking about some spiritual stuff so we thought today we would switch it up and do something a little bit more fun we're going to do some some girl talk today. Yay, girl talk. <laughs> That's the best. Like, of course, everyone knows that it would come to this one day, you and I talking about boys. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so sorry for if we have any guys that listen to this podcast. But... You can get into the female brain today with us. So yeah, that's so if true. If you're a guy, you can still listen. You get to hear what girls talk about. Kind of talking about like our journeys. A little yeah. bit. Um, we're going to talk. I'm going to give you a preview of what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Kind of our our process with our what's shaped our view as we've grown up about how we think about relationships and dating. It's like I know for me, my view has totally changed in the last few yeah. years than it did when I was younger. But and then we're going to be talking about the list, the list, the list. Everyone knows what that means when you're looking for a potential partner all the girls do at least I don't know if boys have a list but girls I definitely boys have a list, have a list too yeah, we're gonna be talking about I don't know do we agree what do we what are our thoughts on having a list when you're looking for a potential person to start a relationship with yeah the list is usually like your dream person like who do you want And it's funny because I met a lady recently who told me that she had a list of 42 things and her husband met 
pretty much all of them that she like she made this list prayed about it and met her husband he had a list of like 10 things and she fulfilled all of them they worked out they're happily married which it got me stirred because I'm like honestly I'm not a list person like I don't think I've ever had a list or like I've never taken the time to sit down and make a list of what I want in someone or what my dream person is yeah I don't know have you had a list I mean I'm not gonna lie there have been several times I have sat down to try and (laughs) write a list because when people would ask me like oh what are you looking for I always hated that question because as a Christian girl I'm like don't we all want the same things yeah like I'm so confused by what you're asking me because I think there are general things that every female that loves Jesus looks for because you just want a nice, good guy. So because of that, I think I tried to make a list and I just never could. I feel like it was always dumb stuff or like stuff that just didn't feel authentic. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Or like talking about us evolving over time. Like I think back to... 21 year old Kim and I'm like what you were into at that age if you would have married that like I don't know like I'm a completely different person now so things that I look for now are not things that I used to look for when I was younger I don't like being put in a box myself so I'm like me putting someone else in a box and you have to meet all of these or else I'm not gonna talk to you Like, I think there's a difference between having standards. I definitely have standards and I have pretty high (laughs) standards for sure, knowing me. But when it gets to like, he has to have green eyes and he has to be this height. Like, to me, that's a little much. Yeah, I think that would be the difference between having preferences versus standards or, you know, non-negotiables in order to even try and have a semblance of a relationship or even get along with somebody. There's certain things that I need. Like we've heard stories of like that lady who had 40. That's crazy to me because I'm like, oh, I want to know what the heck is on that list. <laughs> 42 is a lot of things. It's very That's very specific. So I'm curious, what were the things that she put on her list? Like if it was a mix of physical traits and like personality things, like, I don't know, 42 is a lot. Yeah, I know she did. Like, she put his height. She put a lot of things. What? But now that I'm thinking of it, like, she mentioned she kind of, like, that is her history with God, where she makes a list of what her heart's desires are or whatever. She prays about it. And then God, like, gives her that. She said, you know, with buying a house, she did that, too. So that could just be her history with God, where I feel like, Me personally, that hasn't been the way God works with me. I don't know. Like, do I need a list? Maybe I should write a list of (laughs) everything that I want. We did write a list for each other. (laughs) So I wrote a list of like four or five things that I feel like that I know about Kim to be true. Like what I think would be good for her to have in a partner. And she did the same for me. So we're going to share that list closer to the end of this episode. I think we just kind of wanted to share what our personal journey has kind of been. 
So, me being completely opposite from Elena, I know I'm not the ordinary, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Because even growing up, I realized, like, I was never super boy crazy. Like, all my friends would talk about these crushes that they have on these guys and all of that stuff. And I, like, I, I had some crushes for sure, and I had guys that I was interested in, but... It was like I all, this sounds terrible, but it was like I I could already know it wouldn't work out. So like yeah. I could have this idea of this guy, even I even remember in like elementary, middle school, like it's crazy. I'm just wired differently. And I don't know. It's like I could see this guy. They're amazing. They're perfect. They're great. But I could just know you're definitely not who I'm going to end up. And so that was kind of, in a way, I also, you know, would protect myself too, for sure. I am a very guarded person, and especially when I was younger, I was super guarded. So I would find something wrong about that person and immediately reject them. Like something so superficial or dumb, just to protect myself. Like, okay, I'm going to reject them before they even have the opportunity to accept or reject me. I'm just going to find something wrong with them that isn't going to work, and then... I'll be safe, I guess. I guess it was like a safety mechanism for me. So it's it's a mixture of having like high standards, but also not letting my heart get hurt um, is kind of my journey of like, you know, relationships. And so um, I wouldn't say until maybe what, a couple of years ago, one or two years ago, like very yeah. recently. Yeah. <laughs> Very recently have I, like, really opened up to, okay, yeah, like, I'm ready to meet someone. I'm ready. I think maybe it's because I'm such an all-or-nothing person. So, like, the rest of my youth years, I knew, like, okay, I don't really want to get married right now. I know that God is doing something in me. I was so content and so happy and being with just Jesus and not having anyone like else. Like I literally loved being single. Like really I did. And it wasn't until recently where I'm like, huh, I mean, I love, (laughs) I love my (laughs) life, but I'm kind of like more craving that companion that I, I've never felt like this before in my life to like really want to meet someone that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. So I would say in the past two or three years is when I really got open up to that, partially due to Elena, actually, but um, mainly the Lord, too. But <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of my process. I've been closed off until recently because I feel like I know what I I know what I want and I know what I need and I hadn't really had that pool of men in my life I hadn't seen anyone who would meet those standards in my life until recently and I can attest to this too because I am on the other side of that where it's like (laughs) I have been boy crazy and boy obsessed since I was like a child (laughs) and I just remember like even in college like it was like pulling teeth to even get Kim to admit that she thought 
a guy we saw was attractive. I was yeah. like, I don't need you to tell me that you like him, but I'm like, just look at it. I'm like, do you find him cute? And it would just be like nothing. She was just like, she just treasured that stuff so close yeah. to her heart that she just wouldn't offer that information up to just anybody. Yeah. It was just funny, like experiencing those dynamics between Kim, who would never <laughs> was cute. And I was like, every single person, I was like, oh my God, they're so cute. <laughs> Well, I think because, like, in girl talk, if you mention that you like someone, That's 99% true. of Game the over. time, they're going to find out. Or, like, or your girl, your girlfriends are going to try and hook you up. They're going to ask him, hey, would you ever be interested? So I knew, like, I'm just going to avoid all of that by not telling anyone except my super close friends who I know wouldn't do that. Because, in a way, I knew... Yeah, I like them, but I don't think <laughs> anything's going to happen. So I don't want to go on a date with them that you set me up on. Like, you know, <laughs> and I think that's part of like growing up, growing up, too, because like I said, I think I used I used to be like super boy crazy. I loved boys. I loved to talk about boys. Anytime I saw somebody remotely cute, I wanted to comment on how cute they were. And I think that was like a lot of like my younger, my younger years until I got to this point where I was like, I just, what am I doing? I think I had been in situations where, I don't know, I was really emotionally invested in somebody that couldn't reciprocate the same things. And I don't know, you get hurt and it's just like, wow, I'm, I'm giving all my energy to something that's not on the same level. So I went on this journey of I called it singleness for a year, which was ironic because I've literally been single practically my whole <laughs> life. But what I meant with, with that was, is I said, okay, God, for a whole year, I'm going to give to you. And I'm not even going to acknowledge that I think somebody's attractive. Like, wow. even if I see them and I think I, I'm like, Lord, help me guard my heart. Like, I don't even want that to be a thought in my mind. And the craziest thing happened. I remember for that whole year, it was like something was turned off where I, my focus was not on, oh my God, there's a cute boy in the room. Like, I hope he notices me. It was like, I could care less. And it was yeah. so strange because that's not how I was growing up. So then I feel like I shifted to the other side. So I used to be super, super boy crazy. And then as I got older, I think I just had really high standards too. And I think mm -hmm. I made everything high stakes, not intentionally, but then I got a reputation of like being a man hater where oh my I didn't even know that until somebody literally told me this. And I, I think they were serious. They were like, yeah, you just hate all men. And I'm like, I what? don't. I was so shocked. So I was like, I know I'm, I'm quote unquote picky, which yeah. I don't agree with. I just think I have strong convictions and standards about stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I guess I swung to the other side where. I just, nobody was ever going to be good enough. And I had a hard time talking about relationships and boys that my friends were interested in because I just knew like, they're young, they're playing games, they're not mature, that's not going to last. Like, why are we wasting our time? Yeah. And then in the, in the last couple of years, I think my thoughts about relationships and guys and dating has drastically changed where I think I'm much, much more mellow, way more open. And I just am like, it's not as high stakes. So I have really been on this crazy journey of like emotional healing, but also just like my view about 
relationships has very much changed yeah in the last couple of years so I don't know it's really interesting to think about and I think like when we were in college we I mean we were getting so developed by God like so in a way being in a relationship felt like a distraction like it felt like if I'm in a relationship this is going to take me away from all the growth that I'm that I'm getting from God. And that was a strong conviction that I had back then was like, if you're not going to push me close. And I mean, I still have this conviction, but especially then, like, if you're not going to be pushing me closer to God, you're going to be a distraction in my life and you're going to pull me away from God. So I didn't see anyone that would help me, you know, grow closer to God at that time. So it was more like, yeah, I just want to focus on Jesus right now. I want him to grow me. And I think something else in my life would distract me from that. So I think also not that we hated men or anything like that. It was just (laughs) like we were so single focused, you know, or at least that was kind of my mindset at the time, which hello, I'm still single focus for the Lord, but there's this longing in me that I haven't felt until recently to find a companion to start a family. Cause I think that's definitely a dream of mine is to have a family, to be a mother. And so I'm excited to see how that all unfolds eventually. So that's why we need to make lists, right? How do you feel like a list plays into that? So before, maybe it really didn't come into play because you weren't at a place to even kind of entertain that thought. But now that you're like, well, I am definitely way more open to dating and relationships. Like, how do you feel like a list plays into that now? Well, I mean, I I guess now I need to make a list (laughs) or like sit down. I'm, I'm such a person, obviously, since you guys heard in our previous podcast, I'm not a planner. So, like, the thought of even making a list sounds terrible to me because I'm like, I don't want to plan something. Like, I just will know when I see him. Oh my gosh. Like, every, He's going to be the most plannery planner that there ever was. I just know. No. No. He will. I will drive him crazy if he's like that. But, yeah, I need to sit down and really think about it. But I think... I think having, of course, I have things in my heart, okay? So I know what my core values are, and I hope that his core values will match that. I know the type of person that I would want, like, heart-wise, not, like, 5'2 or whatever. Well, that would be really short, so I definitely don't (laughs) That's how tall I am. Gee, thanks, Kim. Appreciate you. Um, see, that's on a side note. That's one thing I am so grateful for about being short is I'm like, everybody's taller than me. So I never I know. have to worry about that. That is such Sorry, a blessing for you. All you short girls, <laughs> don't take the super, super tall guys. Like, just settle for a couple inches taller than you. Jeez. I mean, it's. That is a big issue. That's a hot topic. That 
could be in our controversial uh, podcast episode that we will have coming up <laughs> about all of our takes on everything. But uh, yeah, making a list, I think, will help me to be grounded in some kind of way or to just have more of an idea so that I'm not kind of blindly fishing. Like I have yeah. an idea of what I would want to spend the rest of my life with, right? <laughs> I, I think a lot of times people talk about the list and what they, I think their heart's in the right place and like what they're meaning is just not communicated by the language that they're using. Because yeah. I feel like oftentimes people make quote unquote the list just a bunch of like superficial preferences yes. that are not actually stuff that you would build a life with or some like actual deal breakers. So I think what we're when we talked about having a list, I think more is like what are figuring out and learning how to articulate what are some of your non-negotiables. Cause I really love what you said about having core values, which I'm like, ooh, we should have another episode on that because I would really love to hear what you feel like are some of your core values for your life. But I think that's a really great example of maybe the list is good for some people that have never actually stopped and reflected and taken time to figure out, okay, what does my life look like? What do I want my life to look like? And maybe a list would, like you said, help them figure out like their quote unquote core values, not just for themselves, but even like for their relationship. And maybe that's, more of what the list is for is like non-negotiables. Yes. And I think people should know like a relationship isn't just so that I can say I have someone like the point of a relationship is us together in this world is better than us separate. Like us. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. (laughs) I mean, isn't that the goal? Like, it's not just so that I feel better about myself and like you make me feel good and everything's about me. It's like us together are benefiting the world way better than we would have apart. Me think of, okay, he has to have blue eyes. He has to like, does that really matter? Is that really gonna help impact the world if my husband has blue eyes? Like, no, it, for me, it's more about your heart. It's more about your values. It's more about um yeah your heart because even your personality changes like when you choose someone to be with like you might meet them like think about us at 21 we are so different than thank god yes (laughs) so it's like whoever you choose you're gonna grow and adapt with so you have to know that their core is good but if their personality is one way or you know their personality is going to change. If they're introverted or extroverted, that might change over time. You know, they might become more extroverted than they originally were. They might be more introverted. So I feel like some things like that should definitely not be non-negotiables. They should be preferences, right? But, you know, personally, having brown eyes, I think I like a guy that has green or blue eyes. Just changing it up a bit, you know? (laughs) And I like brown eyes because I have brown eyes. (laughs) I want to give my kids a chance at having some, like, pretty hazel eyes or something. Mine are, like, brown, brown. I want some color in there. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, that's a time. That's a discussion (laughs) for another time. Well, okay, I want to jump into these lists that we made for each other because I'm really excited. I also feel like this is a good way for people to get to know us. 
Yes. Yeah. Because the way that I thought of your list was like, okay, what does Elena need? Like, how is she to where she like just needs someone who would be this way? And when we say these lists, if you have someone that you have someone who meets everything for slide Elena, into our DMs. Slide into my DMs and I will approve them first before giving them to Elena. Um okay, so number one, and it's not like in any particular order, I just what came to my mind first. <clears throat> Was they have to be, like, a huge lover of life. Like, joyful, fun, optimistic. Like, you cannot be with someone who's negative or who's, like, pessimistic. Like, that is not you. Or someone, like, I can't see you with someone who doesn't smile. Like, you are so joyful, like, so fun. You can't be with any of these guys who don't match that. Like, that just wouldn't A fuddy-duddy. A fuddy-duddy, yes. Oh, my gosh. You cannot have a stick in the mud. You can't have a fuddy-duddy. You can't have any of your other country (laughs) sayings. Okay, let's just, before we move on, because Kim used to make fun of me so much in college. I don't know. I guess because we're both from Texas, but she's from the city. I am not. (laughs) And I don't even remember how it started. I think I said one of those two things. You said (laughs) fuddy-duddy. And she just was like, what are you saying? And like, never let me live it down. And then at one point I had started a note on my phone of all like my Elena-isms because she would be like, you say stuff all the time. What does that even mean? So it's been our running joke for a long time. No one says that. Like, it's such a country thing. Well, I mean, we did ask a few friends and they did know what it meant, but. I, I think have... they knew what stick in the mud was. I don't know if anybody's heard about Fuddy Duddy, but I hope my mom's listening to this and you can vouch <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah, so if you don't know Elena-isms, a Fuddy Duddy is like a boring <laughs> stick in the mud. <laughs> and a stick in the mud is like, <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but it's not good. <laughs> It's like, I guess you don't want sticks in your mud. I don't know. (laughs) You want some clear mud (laughs) without any sticks in it. So number two, (laughs) Um, he would be a man who is honest and has like a pure heart. And what I mean by honest is like he says what he means and he keeps his word. Elena is very much so like loyal trustworthy so she can't have someone who says one thing and then does another he has to be very like have high integrity third one um I wrote this because of how I see Elena she is like one of my absolute favorite things about her is she will truly celebrate you and celebrate with you so like if something happens in your life that's like I don't know, you just got a job promotion or something. She will be either as happy or happier (laughs) than you and like celebrate that you got that. And I have never seen that. Like that's a rare thing to find in someone. And so I think for her future husband or whatever, he would have to be like the same way, like her biggest cheerleader, like completely thoughtful, 
always encouraging, like cheering her on and just matching her in that thoughtfulness level. Um, this one's just fun. Um, this one is just for Elena. He has to be a little dorky or like <laughs> a little bit nerdy or like creative, just like quirky in some little way. Like she's always been into someone with like a little quirk, I would say. <laughs> do you have a word for that? <laughs> I do not have an Elenaism. <laughs> okay. Last one. We'll get spiritual and serious now. Um, of course, he has to be on fire for Jesus, in love with him. Jesus has to be his best friend and sold out for him. But specifically, I think he has to have like a value for the local church and discipleship. Like that is something that Elena like is so passionate about is making disciples and equipping and building people up. And so I could see like their house being like hosting home groups and Bible studies and things like that. So he has to have a value for that. So he can't be someone who doesn't ever want to talk to someone about Jesus. So <laughs> those are my five for you. My gosh, see, Kim is like the best. I'm like, that was like so beautifully said, and I feel so seen and known right now. So in no particular order, my list would be, I think she needs somebody that is ambitious and motivated. I feel like when Kim is passionate about something and like set, like she's fixed on it, there is like no stopping or slowing her down. Like she has all these mm -hmm. dreams that she wants to see. She's already said this, like she's a go with the flow. So I think part of me putting ambitious and motivated would probably help if she had somebody that shared like her vision for like the dreams and what she wants her life to look like, but also had the know-how to be like, okay, babe, yeah. we're going to get this done. So like more practical than me. More practical. <laughs> yes. A little bit more practical. Um, her second one would be fun. That yeah. feels like an obvious, but you guys don't really know Kim. Kim is one of the most hilarious and savage people that I know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. In the best way. she's. We've already said this. She's super witty. So I feel like she needs somebody that can really like banter with her. Like yeah. and be a good have fun, but they can like, it's like picking on each other. Like she can say something, he can take it, he can dish it back. And, like, just this flow. Um, because when you really get to know Kim, she is, like, so quick and really loves to go back and forth. So I feel like that would be so fun for you guys. Yes, I like to joke. And if you're able to dish it, then you've got to be able to take it. So <laughs> her next one would be Heart for the Nations. I think, in, like, a deal breaker for Kim is somebody that wants to just be either stateside or just like for somewhere planted somewhere for a long time Kim loves travel and so I feel like she needs somebody that has a heart for the nations not just travel but also like people Kim mm -hmm. has such like a high value for people that don't know the Lord and them getting to experience what God's actually like not just what they think he's like yeah. so she needs somebody that really treasures that same thing and their value they have a high value for people and um yeah like 
having other people encounter the true God, not just what they think they know about God. Um, Her next one would be high justice. Now this sounds interesting, but this is what I mean when I say high justice. Kim is one of the most, how do I say this? Like wise, grounded, righteous people that I know. Like she is so set apart. Like honestly, it's so impressive. Like she is unwavering in like conviction. So I put high justice because I think whoever she spends her life with would also need to have a very, very high value. So like just morally up just yeah has real strong conviction and is not going to back down from that because it's one of the things I admire about Kim the most um and then the last one I think this would be somebody has high emotional intelligence or at least is pretty self-aware I feel like that's a game changer and I feel like you have a high value for that I don't know are mine all serious mine feel like very no you're well well, I feel like I'm a serious person like you are fun though I don't want to just hate you in this light of like you're all work and no play but I just you're just like the best human I know oh (laughs) Oh my gosh you're making me cry over here literally hearing your list I was like oh my gosh wow you really do know me more than I (laughs) even remember myself so (laughs) yeah I mean I think those things are all true I am serious about this like this is is true you are gonna spend the rest of my life with I don't just and because like you said I have such a passion for nations like I do see myself traveling so like I don't want someone who's just gonna give me a white picket fence and we're just gonna I don't know have fun every day like we're still gonna have fun every day but I need you to be serious about this you know so you got them a hundred percent right I need to write those down for my list (laughs) (laughs) in every episode we have our question of the day and to run with the theme of girl talk relationships and all that fun stuff. The question of the day is, what is your favorite romantic comedy slash chick flick? (laughs) I used to give the exact same answer for the longest time, and I still really love this movie, but it's also kind of like my default answer. Okay, I will say, okay, here we go. Top three. The Proposal. Mm Mm-hmm. Love that. Hilarious. Um, Crazy Rich Asians. I actually very much loved that movie, which I think it's super underrated. And then this is an older movie. Throwback. You've Got Mail. Wow. I don't know if I've ever even seen that. Oh, my gosh, Kim. Okay. We got you need to see if you can find it. I think you would very much appreciate it because the reason it's on the list is that is a perfect example of like banter. I should watch it. I'm not usually an older kind of movies person, but that's, it's not that old. I know. Yeah, it is. I sh- I'll watch it. You've got mail. And I still need to watch that other movie that you told me about, too. Oh, yeah. That one. See? So many good ones. My 
absolute favorite movie in the entire world, and you will judge me for it, and I don't care, is 10 Things I Hate About You. What a good one. (laughs) Heath Ledger, good stuff. Heath Ledger. Oh, my gosh. If we want to get superficial with our list, that's my list. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love that movie because it is so witty and, like, funny. There's also a little love story, and it's also, like, a typical teenage movie. Like, it's perfect in every way. Number two, I would say, uh, is called About Time, and it's with Rachel McAdams. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen that one. I think it's on Netflix. Well, guys, you have made it through another episode and another week with us here at Pretty and Witty. Don't forget, if you listen on Spotify, there will be a question um, in the description box. We would love to hear your replies. Other than that, until next time.